So I know it's been a while, guys. It's a Dating Doc podcast. We're going to talk about a very simple but drive home, drive to the heart kind of podcast. It's going to be a segment on why you should not date and why you should date. And the reason I'm doing this is I want to provide perspective. I want you to think about what is this all about? I obviously run a dating podcast for a reason. Then there's a lot of people that are just dipping their toes into dating and they forget why they're doing it. And then there's some people that are dating that need to be reminded why they need to either take a couple steps back or just completely not date right now. Right. And maybe even just go into full on monk mode and just worry about other things other than dating. So listen up to the podcast. It's going to be a fun one. And hopefully you're staying safe out there during this crazy pandemic period we're living in. So it's been about a month since um, I've done a a podcast uh, for several reasons. As many of you are um, going through this right now, you're going through a lot of transition both mental, physical, okay, psychological, and um, which I already mentioned with mental, right? And even spiritual. You're going through a lot of challenges, a lot of adjustments, and a lot of that was me having to prioritize the transition. In case you don't know, I am a military officer, so I have to telework. I have two laptops open. I have one that's a dedicated line, VPN line to army emails. And that's all I have that laptop open for. Then I have my personal laptop, which I conduct a lot of the uh, business development, work with my clients, and every now and then check out some memes. So how have I adjusted during this time? First off, it took me a while, but I was what you call sad eating, right? I was eating because I was sad at the fact that I can't go out, um, bought a lot more groceries than, than normal. That, that makes sense because you're staying at the house. And um, I was working out a little bit less, a little bit less than I had to because I was frankly a little bit bored and it, it took me mentally out of the, the rhythm of working out. And this, is, this goes back to that storming, norming, performing, which, which is a, a term used normally in business where you, if you're working with a new team at first, you're kind of storming, you're trying to figure yourself out. Then there's a norming where you're, you're at a steady state, you're getting to where you need to, and then you're performing, you're excelling, you're, you're in a rhythm and you're just off to the races. So I would say right now, I'm in between the norming and performing stage of this uh, shelter in place down in Texas. And uh, so I'm going to focus a lot on my goals. And I don't mean like, hey, I need to drop 10 pounds. I mean goals like let's deal with some shit. Let's deal with how is it that I can communicate better as a person? That's one question I could pose to myself. What are the trigger points that makes me lose focus, lose concentration on what I need to do? And Realistically, I need to relax my brain and that the productivity levels. How can I do it in the most healthy way? So it's not about this mentality of, oh man, I'm going to get on my grind all the time. I understand that I have to also allow myself to rest and relax, but in a healthy way. 
I can't just be stuck watching Netflix all day. There has to be a threshold point where I need to get back to work. I can't work out all day because then I'm going to be all sore and probably a lot more tired. And that's going to take me away from some of my professional goals. Now, does that mean that um, there's not going to be some storming norming for performing once I get back to work? Yes, there will be. Once we get back to normal life, if you want to call it normal life, then yeah, there's going to be a little bit of a transition period. But it'll be a lot quicker because I understand the atmosphere I'm working with when it comes to work. I know I'm going to have to get back in the traffic and mentally have to prepare for the idiots that change lanes and then put on their blinker. Or the fact that now I'm going to feel rushed instead of crawling out of my bed and logging in. It's going to be some transition. So that's why it took a while for me to get this podcast going again because I was uh, in that transition. But hopefully whoever's out there listening, hopefully you're, you're ready. You're ready for some good stuff out there. I know I am. So keep supporting our channel. Keep supporting our cause, our vision. It's a dating doc, baby. So why should people not date, right? Um, as you know, obviously I run a, a dating uh, podcast, website, provide date coaching uh, experience for my clients, matchmaking, uh, have a history in this industry for about a decade now. Yet, there's a lot of people that follow me and um, they don't wanna date, yet they follow a dating services, podcast, social media, and a website. So, why is it that people don't want to date? Well, I've, I've boiled it down to uh, several reasons. And again, keep in mind, this is uh, a time to reflect. If you're listening to this during March, April timeframe of 2020, this is a perfect time for you to work on yourself and to reflect on why you do the things that you do. So why don't people want to date? First off, excuse me, got to silence that, um, time. Right, time is of essence, and you're only limited by what you can do on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. And uh, so what we end up having is people that prioritize their time between work, kids, uh, work functions, homework, school, projects at home, et cetera, et cetera. And then they place dating as their priority, right? So. The reason that we prioritize some things higher than others is all based on what the end result is, what the objective is. So take, for example, this week I'm getting my pergola roof done. Um, and the end result is that now I'm able to go to my backyard and enjoy my pergola blocked from the rain and sun. And I'm able to feel a lot more relaxed, a lot more secure in the fact that mosquitoes are not going to be biting me because of the block fan. And the deeper, deeper end result is I'm happier and more relaxed, which goes into neurotransmitters, but I won't get into that. Why do I prioritize work? That's my paycheck. That's my career. It's rewarding. 
my teammates are counting on me, my supervisors are counting on me, and I need to be able to prove myself while building my skills. That's why a lot of people want to protect their jobs and their careers because there's an incentive there, which is tangible, the paycheck, and some of the more some of the things that are unwritten, the intangibles being more again, the teamwork aspect or the fact that that gives you meaning to your day. So there's some prioritization there. And it's somewhat predictable. Um, even if you get called into last minute meetings or projects, work is a lot more predictable than dating. Kids, that's self-explanatory. School is self-explanatory. You're building your resume. You are wanting to learn. You're wanting to get a good grade. Again, tangible, intangible benefits. Now, dating, dating is tricky. There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of unpredictability, and you know what the end result is. Companionship, sex, reproduction, um, activity partner, all the above. We often forget what the end state is, what the result, what we want out of it, because we are too focused on the unknown and the unpredictable. So that's one reason people don't want to date is, is, um, is the time. The money part. The money part, that also makes, makes a huge impact. There's tangibility in the roof that I'm getting. And I know that there's a chance that I may get subpar installation on that on that roof. But I am prepared to notify the project manager, whoever's working on my roof, that hey, this needs to get fixed. And again, there's money that can be exchanged or not exchanged depending on that level of service. With dating, you are spending money on apps, matchmaking, date coaching, dinner dates. Uh, during this quarantine shelter in place, you're probably saving a lot of money on the dates. And clothes, fitness memberships, because indirectly part of that you getting in shape is to look good and stay in shape and have that energy for your partner. And guess what? With money and dating, there is still a lot of unknown and unpredictable. The 20 bucks you spend on Starbucks and some snacks may not produce the result you want, which is an awesome date for a future companion. That may not happen. The money you spend on date coaching, you may not apply what you learned which by the way is a peeve of mine because I have a lot of passion in what I do. So make sure that you apply what you learn. That way you get your money's worth. So the time, money, energy. Energy, energy is a huge part of that. You are carrying a lot of baggage, not only from past previous relationships, but also from just your day-to-day, which includes work, staring at your phone, Netflix, 
kids, um, friends that you have to call. You use up all that energy and all of a sudden you have to have some energy, extra energy for dating. So these are some reasons why people don't want to date. This is, uh, th these are factors why people want a companion, people want sex, people want to get married, people want to be in a relationship, but they don't want to date. So listen to the other segment, which is going to be a reminder of why you should date and make your own decision. You know, weigh the pros and cons and tell yourself, hmm, okay, I really don't want to date and I need to refocus my time, energy, and money. Or, yes, dating is a ways to an end. I do need to do this. It is worthwhile. What am I doing? Why am I half-assing him? Stay tuned. So my last segment, I um, provided some perspectives on why people don't date. All right, now let's look in, look at why we should date. First off, the important thing is that we are connective creatures. We are relationship-minded creatures. And I say this beyond the world of dating and romance uh, and relationships. Relationships being connected is something that, that transcends um, you know, first dates. We're talking, for example, business. Business mergers happen because two people decided to start dialogue, to start some sort of a working connection. And that required a little bit of communication, uh, rapport building, and um, trust, eventually getting to trust. And again, you can look at this as uh, the courting process in business. It sounds like a good blog, um, blog title. Another, another reason that, uh, or another way is going to church. You pick a certain church that you attend based on that report, based on how much they understand you, even if they don't personally know you, you resonate with their message and you connect with it. So we, we are connected creatures from the music you listen to, the movies you watch, there is a relationship that is being built. Now, in, in my, my previous uh, segment, I talked about tangibility and things that are intangible. You know for a fact that if you hit episode three on the latest Netflix or whatever streaming service you're, you're watching your favorite show on, you know once you finish episode three, episode four comes on, right? That's tangible. That's a tangible relationship you have with your Netflix, right? Um, even though, again, this is technology, you have a relationship with it. And you know for a fact, if you call your buddy who always complains about traffic, there is a pattern there that's somewhat predictable. And you go to that because you know the same friend complains about traffic, but also happens to provide some of the best advice when it comes to other things, okay? So first off, I, I want you to keep that in mind is that we are connective creatures, so you shouldn't you shouldn't adopt the mentality of 
you know, I don't need anyone. I don't need to have a relationship with anyone because you need to have the mentality of relationships regardless if you're introverted, if you like being alone, you still have to have a relationship. You have if not you become diagnosed as a sociopath. You, you I mean or even worse a psychopath. If if you're if you're so separated from a reality that you don't you don't see the importance of connecting with a uh, another human um i mean let alone technology but um another human regardless if it's dating or not then you got some some issues that you need to be diagnosed uh so why you should date Here, here's some advantages this is this is why i personally like to date i like to date because of the variety of beliefs and perspectives i get to learn from someone I enjoy the bond that I'm building with someone that I can go from a first date conversation to all of a sudden we are running together to all of a sudden hey we're possibly having sex together and we're at the point where we're going to watch an opera together or we're watching a show that neither of us agree to watch but we decided to start watching it and it became our favorite show. I like to date because of the inner dialogue um I create in my own head about wondering if that person likes me or not. I like to date because of the inside jokes and inside language that I eventually get to with that special woman. I enjoy dating because I learn about myself. So, those are some reasons. Now, being a dating coach, everyone always asks me, "Hey, I'm not ready to get married, but I enjoy dating." That's fine. I'm ready to get married, but I don't enjoy dating. I got that. I understand. Keep in mind, unless you're part of a culture that believes in arranged marriages, dating is going to have to happen. Dating is a first process. It's just it, it It, sorry, but that's that's just the way it is. Unless you're using CarMax or Carvana, you have to listen to the car salesman before you buy the car. It's just it's part of the deal. Keep in mind though, reproduction, trusting another person's body to your body takes a little bit of bond building. Bond building requires communication, trust, flirtation, all the components of dating before all of that it requires you putting yourself out there marketing yourself whether that's online or offline people need to know who you are people need to see why you're different why you're special why you are unique to that person you're looking for that's really what it boils down to right is finding your own version of crazy someone that understands you and wants to understand you at the same time you want to understand them and you want to be a connective creature if you don't want to connect with anyone don't waste your time dating if you do want to connect then yes build a motivation for dating and don't forget the end result i brought that up in my last segment do not forget what the end result is It could be sex companionship an intelligent partner in crime, a vacation getaway partner in crime, all of the above, none of the above, one of the above. But keep in mind why you're doing this. 
that will drive better communication, better messages. You get away from the basic communication that you uh, you normally see through text messages and and um, and dating apps where you, you see the same, hi, hello, how's your day? You want to stick out. And if you keep in mind the motivation of why you're doing all this, that's why it's worthwhile to keep dating. So hope you enjoy that. Keep it in mind. If you haven't heard, the dating doc is doing matchmaking. Matchmaking, how does that work? If you're tired of the swipe culture, lefting, writing, swiping, matching, boring messages, off to the races again, consider matchmaking. The way matchmaking works, it's a curated program. I have humans looking at your information on the database and we're matching people up. So the fact that we're very selective of who we match up and we get to vet that person. So all of a sudden now you got a third person, you got a third party that's able to tell you, hey, this guy, John, is awesome, but he kind of talks a little bit over me when I've spoken to him. Or Amanda is awesome, but she's got a couple of hesitations when it comes to guys that are Christian for some reason or the other. I'm able to vet that. You're able to save a lot more time. In the end, you actually save a lot more money. So consider matchmaking. It's real easy to sign up for the database. It's completely free. There's no obligation to get on the database because I got to see who you are. Go to thedatingdoc.com and click on matchmaking. Again, go to thedatingdoc.com, click on matchmaking, and let's get started. <laughs>